Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of the Third Down Podcast. This will be kind of like a weekly thing to kind of recoup what's happening in the college football world and the NFL world. We'll go over scores, talk about players, and we'll even include some fantasy stats for you. So that's pretty nice. So kick back and enjoy the Third Down Podcast. to the first episode of the third down podcast i'm extremely excited to be doing this this has been in the works for a long time but uh we finally got it off the ground so very excited to do that all right jump into it week four excuse me week three was amazing week three the nfl was pretty much all you could ask for if you're a fan the games were absolutely perfect um, so let's not waste any time. Let's jump right in and start with our Thursday night game between the uh, Dolphins and the Jaguars. Uh, man, the Jaguars, they looked they looked rough, I'm not going to lie. Gardner Minshew did not have a good night. I don't know if that's because DJ Chark did not participate in this game or what. But, you know, Fitz Magic was definitely happening. It was definitely going on around there. Fitz Magic was, you know, doing its thing. So, big win for the Dolphins there, 31-13. That's a huge confidence boost for the Dolphins. They really need it because they're the Dolphins, let's be honest here. So, that was great for Fitzpatrick to uh, to get that win. I think that really he really needed that. All right, second game, 49ers and the Giants. Um, yeah, blowout, big time, 36-9, Niners all the way. At this point, I'm going to be honest. I think, <laughs> I think either one of the Jets or the Giants should dissolve, and they should just make one New York team because uh, and combine the players because I think that might be the only way they they get a win this season. Either of them, uh, pitiful, uh, just straight pitiful football. For being honest, no, neither them or the Jets. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they're even going to win one game this year. If I'm being honest with you, uh, tough, tough look for the city of New York. They're struggling for sure. Uh, our next game was the Bengals and the Eagles. And I actually watched this game. And, dude, what a game. Uh, Joey B, thank God. I don't know how he's still alive. His offensive line is like Swiss cheese. They just do not want to block anybody or do absolutely anything. Uh, eight sacks given up in that game. Um, Joey B probably. Joey Burrow, excuse me. Uh Probably should get checked for concussion about every week, I would say. He's probably sick of doing it. But, uh, yeah, uh, Bro played all right, I would say, and uh, Wentz. I, I think they might have to bench Wentz. He just overthrows too many passes and tries to make too many too many like uh, make-up plays. He tries to toss it down the field when he really doesn't need to. Always tries to hit Deshaun Jackson on a go route or a fly route, and uh, he's always triple or double covered, so there's really no point. So the Eagles and the Bengals are both uh, 0-2-1 after this game because in a tie 23-23. Yeah, I don't know. I think Hurts might need to come in and kind of take over the job from Wentz. Uh, Maybe that will motivate Wentz to to play better. I don't know. Doug Peterson, I don't know. He's just got to do something because the Eagles can't just sit here and 
lose every game, you know, because they, they easily can with how Wentz is playing right now. Uh, there is a little bit of drama going on in the front office, I've heard, between Ertz and the front office people at the Eagles. So I don't know if that leads to him being traded and Dallas Goddard being his replacement or what. Uh, but Ertz had a pretty good game. Uh, Goddard caught one ball, got hurt on that, so Ertz had to pick it up a little bit. So that was that. So, yep, 23-23, Bengals-Eagles uh, ended in a tie. And then the next game we got are the Patriots and the Raiders. Patriots look phenomenal in this game. Cam Newton uh, is doing more than anyone thought he would. Uh, so that is impressive, honestly. Uh, could you come back from an injury and then you get dropped by your team? And it took a while for him to get picked up, was which was a little shocking to me. We did an article on that. Uh, a few months ago with rumors he might go to the Chargers. Obviously, that didn't work out. They drafted Herbert. But Bill Belichick, man, you got to give it to him. He makes absolutely anything work. You could pick up a hobo on the side of the street and put him in pads, tell him to go and slot, and he'd he'd probably catch three touchdowns, if we're being honest. But, yeah, the Raiders, uh, if you go back and look at their Monday night game from last week, they looked phenomenal. you know, they're tied in. This kid's a stud. Darren Waller is a stud. But uh, the Patriots shut him down. I think he had maybe two catches for not many yards. So I think that was a big part. And there was a lot of interesting things that the Patriots defense did in this game. And one of those things were doubling the uh, check down routes. And, and that's a big part of Carr's game as a quarterback for the Raiders. So Belichick, he's a defensive mastermind, really. If we really look at it, he's – I mean, obviously, he's one of the best coaches of all time. Just look at his, you know, record record sheets. So, yeah, that was an impressive game for the Patriots. They looked dominant. Um, they had a good performance against the Seahawks earlier in the season, too. Um, I, I don't know between them and the Bills and their division. I, I I'm really not too sure who's gonna who's gonna win it. Um, the Bills, if you know, they've been been dominant, and uh, we will get to their game in a minute. But next next game we have is the Bears and the Falcons. What a game this was. To all the people in Atlanta, I am so sorry. Your team is horrible. Bears, 3-0. What's up? Looking good. Um, Trubisky got benched, so it had to happen sooner or later. Everybody knows it. He's he's a bust. Sorry. Cover your ears, Bears fans. But he is a bust. Uh, so Nick Foles came in, led the rally, and they end up winning the game 30-26. Dan Quinn, head coach of the Falcons, he's you know he's definitely in the hot seat. Um, maybe even more hot than anyone imagined. You can't blow back-to-back leads like this. And remember, they blew that lead in the Super Bowl. So it's kind of their thing now. It's trademarked Falcons loss. All right, and now let's get to talking about the Bills. You know, Rams versus the Bills. Um, this one didn't start close. The Bills get out to a big lead. And then the Rams crept back, but no Falcons performance from the Bills. They held them off 35-32. to Josh Allen looks great. Uh, his arm is incredible. One of the strongest arms in the league. He's up there with Patrick Mahomes, absolutely. Um, I think the Bills are going to have a great year. I think they could go on and do really great things. But a big issue for them in the past has been Josh Allen's accuracy. So even if he can stay accurate like he has been, uh, they're going to give the Patriots run for their money in this division. Uh, I really think so. And uh, okay, next game, Washington versus the Browns. Browns thirty-four to twenty. 
I, I, I don't know how I feel about the Browns uh, for this season, if I'm being completely honest with you. Uh, they're up and down, but they, their only wins have been, if we're being honest, cupcake games against Washington and, of course, the Bengals. I don't know. I just cannot see them doing well once they start facing tougher teams. I don't believe in Baker Mayfield. I don't think he will be an NFL quarterback within the next five years. I, I just I do not think he can get it done when it counts. Um, they have all the talent in the world, Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham Jr., Nick Chubb, and now Kareem Hunt. But I, I don't know. I don't know what it is in, in Cleveland. It seems like there's a curse. You know, maybe it will be broken. Who's who's gonna know? I can't know in the future. So, but Baker Mayfield, if he really wants to keep that job, he's gonna have to pick it up against the tougher teams later on during the year. But yeah, Browns win that one, 34 to 20. Uh, next game, awesome game as well. Steelers versus the Texans. This was a shootout the whole time. Uh, Steelers ended up winning 28 to 21. Texans, man, um, not having DeAndre Hopkins is really hurting them more than I think anyone thought it would. Hopkins is a great player, and it seems like he carried that offense last year if we're looking at how they're doing now. Watson um, got paid all that money. He got the bag, that's for sure. Uh, are they questioning their investment, the Texans? Uh, who knows? Um, he, he had a pretty good year last year with Hopkins. This year they're starting out very bad, not doing too well. Defense doesn't look great either. Haven't seen that much out of them, but let's talk about the Steelers for a little bit. The Steelers' defense is absolutely locked down. These guys are great up front. They're great in the secondary. I mean, they're absolutely loaded everywhere. I definitely think they are the best defense in the league so far. Um, Big Ben, welcome back party, huh? He is killing it, man. Uh, Juju's having a great season so far as well. Uh, They're talented. They're absolutely talented. So... I think the Steelers could could do pretty well from the cell, themselves this year. So they're going to be a team to watch, in my opinion. I think we got to keep a close eye on them. I feel like uh, maybe after halfway through the year they could go either way. Uh, really depends how they play. So we'll see. But uh, right now they're having a great start to the year. Next game, this one I also watched because I am a Titans fan. Titans versus the Vikings, thirty-one to thirty. This was a huge. Roller coaster of emotions for me as a Titans fan. First off, Henry finally scored a touchdown this year. He scored two, two total touchdowns uh, Sunday, so that was nice to see. Uh, and then finally pick it up a little bit because Tannehill has been doing a great job picking up uh, where he left off last year and picking up what Derrick Henry hasn't been able to do so far or through the first two games this year. Uh, Tannehill looks great. He looks accurate. Um, but I think this game wouldn't have been as close if A.J. Brown played. Corey Davis has been playing a phenomenal, uh, stepping up in his role. So, really good. Kirk Cousins had a good game. Dalvin Cook had a career-setting day, probably easily his best day as a pro player. Um, Cousins, um, just later on in the game, he seemed to struggle which is not like him at all. He threw three picks last week, I think, and that was a terrible loss to the Colts for them. So they need a little bit of vengeance. They come out on the Titans. It looks like they're going to win it, and then the Titans get to Kirk Cousins, pressure him. They have to put it away. Titans drop down, kick a field goal. Goskowski, what a stud. 
put up 17 fantasy points in a week for a kicker. It's absolutely unheard of. This guy was money. He's hit three game winners in a row. Unstoppable. Looking good. Titans got to pick it up a little bit on defense, a little bit lackluster in the secondary. We got some rookies back there in the corners playing. You know, they're getting beaten coverage. Justin Jefferson for the Vikings had an absolutely phenomenal game. It was his coming out party in the NFL. Uh, so, really big day for him as well. But, yeah, Titans pulled out in a close one, 31-30. The 3-0, and then we'll take on the Steelers next week. So, that's going to be an interesting, interesting matchup. So, we'll see what happens there. Next game, Panthers and the Chargers. Panthers win this one 21-17. I'm not sold on the Panthers. I'm going to be honest with you. I think that uh, Luke Keekley being gone is definitely hurting their defense. Uh, they're not playing as well for sure. You know, that's a huge loss, and nobody really expected it to happen. So for him to retire as early as he did definitely has affected the Panthers. Uh, new coach, Matt Rule, is doing doing okay uh, in the NFL. His offense is barely carrying over from college. I don't think it's going to be impressive down the road. I think people are going to figure out how to stop it. Um, Herbert played this one. Got got hit hard a couple times. There's an instance where Easton Stick had to come in for a couple plays, kind of, you know, pick it up a little bit. But um, Panthers, man, if you look at it offensively, they're, they're loaded. And obviously I know they didn't have Chris McCaffrey this week, but uh, they got DJ Moore, Roby Anderson, um, Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, they're loaded offensively. They should have one of the most explosive offenses in the league, but it seems like Teddy Bridgewater is just scared to throw more than a five-yard pass. So – I don't know. Uh, with those kind of deep threats, I think you got to really take advantage of them, and he hasn't yet. And I think that's what we saw with Will Greer last year, and that's why they had some success with him. So, I don't know. Panthers, uh, a mediocre team right now, I think. Chargers, they're on their way up. Justin Herbert, give him a few more games. That kid's a stud. Hell of an arm. He's going to be A-OK in this league. He's going to do just fine. Tyrod Taylor, you know, crazy situation. Dr. Punctured his lung, trying to give him a shot for pain in his ribs. Crazy situation. Herbert has done a great job stepping up and fulfilling the role of starting quarterback. So, thumbs up to him. A+. plus. Next game, Colts and the Jets. I don't really have to say much. Jets suck. I said this earlier. One of the teams should dissolve. They just do not have an offense or defense in any capacity. Uh, on Bell, can they get a refund? Let's be honest. This guy has not done anything since he signed this contract. Probably should have stayed in Pittsburgh. The system seemed to be working out for him fine. But, man, Colts. Yeah, Phillip Rivers had a good day. Good, good day. So, he looks all right. You know, he's older. I don't know. I just – his his accuracy issues and bad decision-making has been following him around for tons of years now in the league. Uh, Colts will have a pretty all right year, I think. It's only week three. We'll see how they pan out in the future, I guess. Next game was the Cowboys and the Seahawks. This one was a very exciting game. Uh, Prescott, man, uh, he's looking good so far. And I really didn't expect him to, if I'm being honest. I'm not a huge Prescott guy just because, uh, you know, I just don't think he has been what everybody thought he would be in the pros. And then he goes out here asking all this money, turns down the biggest contract in football history, wants more. So he's got a lot banking on this year, and he's he's playing well for himself. Ezekiel Elliott also looks good. Had a little bit of a down night. I think that's due to Seattle's defense. They are pretty well. Jamal Adams has been playing pretty well. I think he got hurt. I'm not 100% sure, but I think he did get injured. Maybe seems like an ankle injury, I think I remember from the game. Russell Wilson. Uh, this guy might be our MVP this year. He is playing 
out of his mind right now. Definitely better than anybody else has for three weeks and being consistent. Uh, DK Metcalf also is a stud, man. Shredded to Stephon Gilmore last week against the Patriots. This kid is better than anyone thought he would be. Yeah, he had a great combine and all that. He's fast. He's big. He's everything you want in a receiver. Um, so he's going to be in the league for a long time, and he's going to have a great career. Uh, let's hope he keeps healthy, and uh, he's going to be he's going to be one to watch for many years to come. That's for sure. Next game, Lions and the Cardinals. I'm sorry to all the gamblers out there because I know you did not see this one coming. Uh, Cardinals have been on a hot streak so far. Kyler Murray looks great, picked up where he left off last season, winning Offensive Rookie of the Year. Um, Matt Stafford came out and played very well for himself. Um, of course, DeAndre Hopkins for the Cardinals did great as well. Uh, close one, Lions edge out Cardinals 26-23. to um, I think it was just one of those games and Cardinals – you know, uh, when you're on a hot streak and you play someone like the Lions, you do tend to play down um, to how your opponent is playing. So I think that's kind of what happened here. They kind of got punched in the face. I expect a big week out of Kyler Murley and the Car- Cardinals next week. I think they're going to have a, a really great week. So we'll see what happens. Uh, next game, Buccaneers and the Broncos, 28-10. to 10. Broncos are struggling without Drew Locke. It's as plain simple as that. Jerry Judy can't do much with the quarterback situation they got going on right now. Tom Brady, though, he's picking it up. They're starting to get get going, the Buccaneers. You know, Gronkowski got involved this week, which is very nice, but their offense is so loaded, man. The Buccaneers, it's like uh, you can't really know what's going to happen, if we're being honest. So I expect a good year as the season progresses. Will they win their division? They should. Uh, but Saint, how Saints playing, they, they should. But um, we'll see. We'll see how, how that goes. Tom Brady is looking for a seventh ring. Will he get it? I don't think so. I just don't think their defense is good enough to hold the powerful offenses in the league. So that's that. Buccaneers 28, Broncos 10. Next game, Packers-Saints. Aaron Rodgers also having an MVP-like year. Uh, I think it's probably going to come down to him or Russell for the MVP if they keep – keep going like they're going now um man they should have drafted somebody to help them on offense because when they drafted jordan love that probably pissed him off that's probably why he's playing so well probably explains it um saints looked great uh i think for not having michael thomas alvin kamara his back's got to be sore i'm telling you he carried that offense the whole entire game we'll get into his fantasy stats a little bit later on in the show but wow dominant dominant couldn't stop him he made there was a Pass he caught out of the backfield, and he probably made seven or eight people miss and then took it in for a score. Uh, he got paid, and it's definitely definitely uh, worth it for the Saints, it seems. So, got the Packers there, 37, Saints 30. And then the game, which happened last night, the Chiefs and the Ravens. Chief, Chiefs won that 34-20. to 20. <sighs> Lamar Jackson had a rough night. Um he really did. He uh, t- started off the first drive was great. He ran a little bit with his legs. That's what he's good at. Passing wise, I don't know, man. I, I kind of feel like last year might have been like a fluke year for him. Like he just had a really good year, and um, I don't know if he's going to be able to keep it up. I think the Ravens right now are probably the most overrated team in the league, just because everybody knows you know Marquise Brown, you know Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram. They think they're going to be great. But I don't know. I just do not think that they will be that good. You know, we'll see what happens to them 
to them in the playoffs last year against the Titans. They got absolutely wrecked. And last night they got absolutely wrecked. Almost came back, had a little bit of a little comeback juice in them, but they, they couldn't pull it off. Um, Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> this guy, man, half-billion-dollar man, crazy. He played definitely what he was worth last night. First half for him was outstanding. Uh, I got his stats to talk about it later, but wow, what a first half for this guy. Second half was a little slow. Um, only scored one touchdown the whole uh, total in the second half that she's did. Um, so a little slow. I think the Ravens kind of figured a couple things out at halftime to slow him down a little bit. But uh, the Chiefs, Tyreek Kill, you know, Travis Kelsey, Sammy Watkins played good last night as well. They look good, man. Um, I, I like them to win the Super Bowl again if they can keep playing like this. I just can't see any defense being able to stop their weapons. And Andy Reid, how creative he is on offense, he's going to find a way around any good defense. Uh, showed that last night. Um, so, yeah, I like the Chiefs to win it all this year, if I'm being honest. Um, they look really good, and I don't think they can be slowed down. But, yeah, that is our NFL segment, and we're going to talk about a few college games, not many, because I know that you know games are kind of iffy right now. But I do want to cover the SEC games, because I did find those interesting. Um, we'll start with the Florida-Mississippi Florida looks great. Defense allowed a little bit too many points I would be comfortable with against uh, Ole Miss team that's really not that great. Lane Kiffin's first year as a coach. So there's that. Uh, we got to talk about, even though it's not SEC, we got to talk about the Kansas State-Oklahoma game. Um, Rattler looked not great. Uh, not great at all. I think he threw three picks. Kansas State beats Oklahoma for the second year in a row. Man, they got their number, don't they? Um, they just know exactly what to do against the uh, the Sooners. But, yeah, Oklahoma drops all the way from 3 to 18th in the poll this, this week. So, that happened. Um, I think a lot of people were shocked because uh, Rattler is supposed to be, you know, another Heisman caliber quarterback along with Kyler Murray and uh, Baker Mayfield. So, you know, I think the kid's young. Uh, it was It's just been his first – First season as a starting quarterback, so it's, there's a lot that he's going to learn throughout the year, so I think he's going to get better with time. Uh, Kentucky-Auburn. Uh, Auburn looked great. Kentucky, about the same as last year, I think. I don't, I don't know how, how much they're going to do. Auburn is now ranked seventh in the AP poll. Um, Auburn, I'm not completely sold on yet, if I'm going to be honest. Uh, I just don't know. I, I don't think I've ever been sold on Auburn since they lost to UCF all those years ago, if I'm being completely honest with you. Um, so we'll see what happens with them uh, through the year. So keep an eye on them. Another game I want to talk about is the Georgia-Arkansas game. Georgia looked awful the first half, absolutely awful. Um, quarterback situation is probably the worst it's been since Jake Fromm got there. Um, you know, so the, the freshman came in, he played awful. I'm not, I don't know his name off the top of my head. Um, he played awful. They brought in the backup. He picked it up very nicely and led Georgia to a 37, 10 win, uh, Arkansas, Sam Pittman, first game, um, wanted a revenge against his, his former coaching staff, uh, in Georgia was the offensive line coach there. Great offensive line coach, probably one of the best, if not the best in the nation. Uh, and now I had coach Arkansas. Arkansas now has Felipe Franks at the quarterback position, too. I don't know. Felipe Franks didn't do great at Florida, and I just can't see him doing well in the SEC in, in, uh, period at all. 
I think he's more of a Mac kind of quarterback, that kind of level. I just don't think he's a Power 5 quarterback at all. So we'll see what he does through the year, and we'll keep going. Tennessee, South Carolina. I watched this one, of course. Um, Tennessee looked okay. Uh, looked all right. We were, were at South Carolina at night. So it was, a good, it, was a, it was a big game. Defense didn't play that great. Kind of got shredded. Uh, but offense looked looked better than I expected. Uh, Jarek Garantano, uh, lots of high passes, man. Lots of overthrows. Uh, not impressed with him at all. I'd like to see Harrison Bailey probably get a shot at it later on through the year, but for right now, Garantano's fine, I guess. Um, but uh, South Carolina loses that in the most Tennessee way possible. Tennessee punts the ball up 31-27. South Carolina has a minute and 46 seconds to score. The ball rolls and hits the back of one of South Carolina's defenders. Tennessee picks it up and knees the clock out. So that, that's how that one ended. And the last game I want to talk about for college football is Vanderbilt and Texas A&M. Texas A&M is ranked 13th in AP poll after last week. Um, I don't know how. Uh, Vanderbilt put up a hell of a fight against you know Texas A&M. Uh, 17-12, very close game. Very close game when it probably shouldn't have been. Vanderbilt has never been really that good. Uh, so it doesn't make A&M look great. And I'm going to be honest with you. They do not look great uh, keeping that close of a game with Vanderbilt. A lot of people are going to watch that film and kind of figure out what Vanderbilt did to keep it close. So I don't know. I, I think Texas A&M will kind of drop off after this week. But now let's get into our fantasy favorites from this past week. Yep, fantasy favorites for this past week. It was a very, very loaded week for fantasy. Um, very loaded, loaded week. Um, so, top overall score for quarterback last week was Patrick Mahomes. Four touchdowns, four touchdowns thrown, 385 yards, no picks. Um, great games. Even had a rushing touchdown and 26 yards rushing. He put up 40 points exactly. Uh, this guy, definitely, definitely, definitely the top quarterback right now. It's between him and Russell Wilson. But, um, you know, if we look at the season, technically Russell Wilson has put up more points with 102 total through three weeks. Uh, and Wilson has 925 passing yards, 14 touchdowns, and only one pick and 90 rushing yards. So, looks pretty well. Looks pretty well. Looks pretty well. Uh, so, that is the top quarterback for this week as Patrick Mahomes had a great game once again. Uh, now it's like top running back. <clears throat> you got to know who this was easily. It was going to be Alvin Kamara. Uh, 58 yards rushing. Like to see more, but cannot complain with the numbers he put up in the receiving game. 13 receptions, 139 yards, and two touchdowns for 44.7 fantasy points. That's absolutely unheard of. 44.7 points from a running back is bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. Uh, so Alvin Kamara is definitely producing fantasy wise. Uh, if you don't have him, try to trade to get him. This guy's going to be putting up numbers, especially with the absence of Michael Thomas. His his uh, responsibilities on the offense is going to go up. But uh, if we look at the 2020 season, he is the top scoring fantasy running back with 106.8. So a lot of that comes from last night. Uh, yeah, let me get his yearly uh, totals for the season: 153 rushing yards, three touchdowns. Three 
receiving touchdowns, 27 total receptions, and 285 receiving yards. So, yeah, uh, Alvin Kamara is the number one running back right now. Definitely showing it through these three weeks. For the wide receiver, the top this week was Tyler Lockett against uh, Dallas Cowboys. Nine receptions, 100 yards, three touchdowns, 37 points. Another 40-point guy. Uh, just about, just about 40-point guy. And I, Tyler Lockett is having a great year. I would expect, I really thought DK Metcalf would be ahead of him uh, for like number one overall receiver for the Hawks right now, Seahawks right now. But uh, Tyler Lockett is definitely showing that uh, he ain't going anywhere and uh, he's a great wide receiver. But uh, through the season right now, Calvin Ridley is the top receiver. He's got six yards rushing, which doesn't really matter. 21 receptions, 349 yards, and four touchdowns at 80.5 points total through three weeks, which is not bad. Calvin, uh, excuse me, Tyler Lockett is right there underneath him with 73.9 points, so he's not that far behind. Uh, I really think Tyler Lockett will overtake him, or DeAndre Hopkins will take over here in a few weeks. And in the last position, we have tied in for the week is Jimmy Graham. The Bears against the Falcons. He had six receptions for 60 yards and two touchdowns. 24 points. Good game. Good game for Jimmy Graham. He needed it. He's been in the league a while and uh, getting kind of old, so I think, he, I think he really needed that performance. Uh, overall, though, top tight end is Travis Kelsey. No surprise there. No surprise at all there. Um, Travis Kelsey's stats so far this year, 21 catches, 227 yards and two touchdowns, and he's put up 55.7 points this year. Um, so, yeah, Travis Kelsey, obviously we know he's probably the best tight end in the league. Uh, he's just versatile. Plays arc receiver at the tight end position and can block really well. So he's going to have a great year. Right underneath him, though, I like this guy a lot. He's on my team personally. And a lot of people probably don't have him rostered, but they might actually after three weeks. He's had pretty, three pretty good weeks. Jonu Smith for the Titans. I'm not being biased as a Titan fan, as a Titan fan, but this guy is legit, man. 13 catches, 181 yards, excuse me, and three touchdowns. Uh, he was leading uh, for overall points for the season in tight ends until last night's game for Kelsey. He's at 49.1, but I think he will have a better year. So that is that for fantasy, and that will conclude our first episode of the third down. If you made it this far, thank you. I really appreciate it. Uh, we'll post these, like I said, once a week, covering everything that happened in the football world. So thank you for listening. We highly appreciate it, and we'll see you later.